When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 38, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello there. I'm super excited about today's show. I have a few books that I've loved for so long that I don't think I've ever talked about on the show, and I don't know how that is. But before I tell you about them, I'm going to tell you about today's sponsor. It's The Wicked Deep by Shay Earnshaw. It says, Hocus Pocus and practical magic meet the Salem witch trials in this haunting story about three sisters on a quest for revenge and how love may be the only thing powerful enough to stop them. Two centuries ago, three sisters were sentenced to death for witchery. Now, for a brief time each summer, the sisters return, stealing the bodies of three weak-hearted girls so that they may seek their revenge, luring boys into the harbor and pulling them under. Ooh. I have a copy of this. I haven't read it yet. I'm all about anything Salem Witch Trial related. One of my grandmother's seven greats back was one of the Salem Witches, uh, but she was the grandmother of a lot of people. I could never quite grasp that math when I was little. You know, you had like two grandparents on your mom's side and two grandparents on your dad's side, but you had four great-grandparents on your mom's side and four great-grand... And like, could not do the math. That's why I, I stuck with words, which I can't say either right now. But anyway, so let me tell you about today's show. I have a theme. Uh, I was looking at the list, and I noticed a couple of titles out this week that had proper names in them. And I was like, ooh, maybe a show about books with proper names in the title. So there you have it. That's what we're going to do this week. And then when I say we, I mean me. <laughs> so my first pick. Oh, such a good book. So good. Love this book. Really slim, just beautiful novel, and you'll need all the tissues. It's called Poppy and Dingen by Ben Rice. It's about a young girl named Kelly Ann, and she has two invisible BFFs named Poppy and Dingen. They do everything together. And one day she wakes up and, sh- and she says they're gone. But not like gone like she doesn't need them around anymore, like they've gone missing, and she needs people to help her find them. And her brother, who, her older brother, is very devoted, and so he says he'll help her find them, but at first he's like, you know, they're invisible friends, like, they're not real. But he realizes, like, how much uh, she loves them and how much of her happiness uh, and, you know, what is going on in her life depends on them. So she he agrees to help her find them. It's so good, so good, so good. I believe it's, I believe he's an Australian writer. I could be wrong, but I just, I feel like Australian fiction doesn't get enough attention. There are so many great books that come out of Australia. Um, But this is not one of them, my next pick. (laughs) It's The Talented Mr. Ripley by Patricia Highsmith. This, it was like the most frustrating staff pick I had when I worked at the bookstore. This book is so good and I could not convince people to read it. I'm going to try again right now. It's definitely worth reading. Don't pay any attention to the the movie, you know, like don't pretend you know nothing about it. This book is fantastic. Patricia Highsmith is an expert in mysteries and suspense and she's so great and this is about a guy he's he's like he was like the original sociopath really in fiction or one of them and he's he's hired by a rich man 
uh, to retrieve the man's nephew named Dickie. Um, and Tom Ripley, so Tom Ripley goes to Italy, meets Dickie, totally digs the lifestyle he's living over there. Like, he's like, just completely ingratiates himself into his life. And things take a sinister turn when everyone realizes, like, Tom Ripley is a phony and, and he's weird and a lot of people are suspicious of him. And there's actually five books in this series. I've never read the other four. I've always wanted to. Maybe I'll do that this year. I don't know. But seriously, such a good book. Definitely give it a chance. My next pick is Balzac and the Little Chinese Seamstress by Dai Saji. Love this book. It's a love triangle set during China's Cultural Revolution. Uh, two college students are sent to a mountain village. It was at the time when kids were being taken out of college and sent to work in remote villages. And these two students are sent to this remote village, and there they meet a tailor's daughter, and they develop a love triangle, and they also find a hidden stash of Western classics translated into Chinese. So they spend their time reading these books. It's so lovely. I will tell you, it has a really abrupt ending. I personally am pro-abrupt ending. Like, not like it ends and you don't know what happens, but like it's just a quick ending. I, I love that. Like, when I see that happen in a book, or I should say read that happen in a book. Um, but not everybody digs that. So I wanted to give you a heads up. But still, beautiful, lovely, great book. My next pick is Emmy and the Incredible Shrinking Rat by Lynn Janelle. It's a middle grade book that I absolutely loved. It's about this young girl. Her name is Emmy. And she is sort of a loner. Um, her classmates hardly ever notice her when she's around. And the one day, the classroom pet... This, this rat in a cage starts speaking to her and she doesn't understand why no one else can hear him and like he doesn't talk to anybody else um but it turns out that uh emmy has a sinister nanny working in her home her parents have hired and she thinks that she's up to no good and she takes the rat home with her and the rat is the best he has like this really sarcastic attitude and he's just awesome and so they're gonna have to thwart the nanny it's so so cute and I also enjoyed, there was a follow-up. I don't know if there was another follow-up after that, but the second book, I loved that one, too. Uh, the next one is Darling Jim by Christian Mork. This is sort of a dark fairy tale. It starts with a postman who's been delivering mail to the house of these three women, and he notices one day that the mail is sort of, like, piling up. So he kneels down and looks through the mail slot, and... Uh, what he sees is so creepy, and it's sort of like, later he finds the diary of one of the women who lived in the house, and I'm not spoiling anything by telling you that all the women are dead, and the diary is that of Fiona Shaw, and it sort of explains how she and her sister and her aunt ended up dead in this house, the circumstances surrounding that, and the mysterious man they call Darling Jim, who sort of led them down that path. It's kind of like a, a sort of dark, fairy tale-ish cold case files, if you would. It's great. The next book on my list is The Thousand Autumns of Jacob de Zoot by David Mitchell. Love David Mitchell, Cloud Atlas, uh, Black Swan Green, uh, Bone Clocks. Just, he's so fantastic. He kind of, like, does a different genre with each book. He has, like, his... Um, his uh, coming-of-age memoir. He has, well, like, it's a fiction, but it was, like, sort of like a memoir. Um, he has horror. This is his historical fiction novel. It takes place in 1799, 
And it's in Nagasaki Harbor in Japan. And it's about a young Dutch clerk who has been living there for several years. He's trying to save up enough money so that he can get married. And he becomes involved in a sort of complicated tale of forbidden love. It's so, so great. I, like, I, I don't know that I could pick my favorite David Mitchell novel. Like, I really don't. He's just fantastic. My next pick is Gabby, A Girl in Pieces by Isabel Quintero. And it's about a senior girl, Gabby Hernandez, and she's sort of keeping a diary. She talks about one of her friends who has become pregnant. She talks about another of her friends coming out. Uh, she talks about her father's drug habit and what it's like applying for colleges and her love of poetry and how much it's meant to her in her life. And it's very sweet and very sad and very funny. And the cover is completely banana pants. I just adored this book. Uh, and speaking of banana pants, uh, I got this next, re next recommendation from, uh, I think, a customer when I worked at the bookstore. It's called Waiting for Gertrude by Bill Richardson. And it takes place in that very famous cemetery in Paris, the name of which is escaping me at the moment, where all like the famous people are buried. Uh, and in this book, it imagines if the souls of all those people who are buried in that cemetery are, are uh, reincarnated in stray cats that wander around the cemetery. And so there's like Oscar Wilde, Jim Morrison, Proust, Sarah Bernhardt. And they're all stray cats now. Like, the lives of these famous people are in these cats. But they also have, like, their sort of diva ways and their personalities that they had when they were people. And it's just crazy. And they have a Christmas pageant. Like, also crazy. Um, super weird and fun. I just adored it. My next pick is Eve Out of Her Ruins by Ananda Devi. Uh, this one came out a couple years ago. So, so good. I think it was probably the book I heard the most people mention when they said... Um, overlooked books or like the best books that they had read, I think in 2016, just just so good. It, and it is amazing. It's about four people trying to escape the violence of their country and sort of like the dark side of island life that tourists never see, like what it's like for the inhabitants of a lot of these tropical places and beautiful lands. It's really good. Uh, my next one is Will Starling by Ian Wares. It takes place in London in 1816 after the Napoleonic Wars. Uh, Will Starling is, like, 19, and he returns to London. He's been uh, abroad for five years assisting the military surgeon Alex Cumry, and now Alec has opened a practice, and he has to work with grave robbers to get cadavers, you know, for his experiments and uh, to learn things. So probably a great book to read this year because it's the 200th anniversary of Frankenstein. So, you know, 1816 London, perfect time. Just a really fun book. And for Dealer's Choice today, I just started a book. I know I shouldn't talk about it yet, but it's, it, I don't think it can go horribly wrong. It's so good. It's called Chaotic Good by Whitney Gardner about an aspiring costume designer who loves uh, making costumes and cosplay, and she's battling sexism and internet trolls. Um, she makes a costume from Final Fantasy for her and her friends, and they win a competition, and it turns out that, like, she doesn't play Final Fantasy. She just loves costumes and making costumes. And so a bunch of, like, really angry internet trolls start harassing her and her friends, like, saying, like, they're fake nerd girls and all the stuff. And and uh, from the description, because I haven't gotten much past that, um, she's going to disguise herself as a boy and go and work in a comic book store. So I can't wait to see what happens there. Um, but it's really adorable and funny. Um, she says something like, you know, like when she's getting all these angry emails, like, you know, you think I would have, you, you would think I had drunk the blood of Stan Lee or something like that um, when they're being mad at her. It's so cute. So 
that is it for me. Wow, I said a lot of words today. Um, that is it for me this week, book lovers. Again, you thank you to our sponsor, The Wicked Deep by Shay Earnshaw. You can find a list of the books I recommended today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy Under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Jen Northington and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>